In this week's podcast, I want to take up the controversial topic that has been in the news a lot lately since uh, this was uh, signed by our governor in the last, I think it was week or so, but the new Texas heartbeat law, which basically bans abortions after uh, the baby's heart starts beating, which typically happens oftentimes around uh, after six weeks of pregnancy. Now, the whole abortion debate is not new to the country. It's been a debate since uh, as long as I've been alive. It goes back to uh, the Roe versus Wade in 1973. And uh, what is a woman's right versus what is the right uh, to the child and the right for life? I know that this is a sensitive topic for for some people, maybe even some of the people that are listening to this podcast. I know even in my church that there's certainly probably a large percentage, uh, maybe even a quarter of of the ladies in it that potentially uh, could have gotten an abortion. So um, as I talk about this topic, it's not to condemn. And uh, certainly, you know, as you've heard me preach on this, if you're part of uh, our congregation, that's that's not the point. Uh, there's many people who, who made a really bad decision and know that they made a bad decision. People who were uh, very young and very immature and, uh, and just chose wrongly. Uh, and uh, they carry around a lot of uh, regret for that. And, uh, and I'm not here to uh, beat you up for your past. But sometimes out of our sensitivity for people who have made mistakes in the past, we don't always do the best job really trying to um, help people to uh, handle things the best way in the present. In other words, if we're a little nervous that we're going to offend someone, we just don't talk about it. Well, we have to talk about it because even if you've made the mistake in the past, uh, had an abortion, supported another person who's gotten one, um, we, we need to understand it for what it is so that at least as a people, um, as people of faith, not to mention just as a nation, we can make better decisions going forward. So I want to spend a little time talking about that in today's podcast. And um, what's really kind of uh, interesting is this whole debate is, uh, is starting afresh again. Uh, the whole rally cry is my life and my body. And what's really interesting about that for me is, is that's just not consistent um, when we go across the last year and a half in this country, um, it has not been my body, my decision. Uh, my body, my decision when it comes to the government insisting our men and women in military have to get vaccines, regardless of whether they want to or not. It's not their body and it's not, not their decision. The government has made that clear. If you work for Google or Facebook or many of these uh, corporations, um, many of the airlines, uh, it's not your body, it's not your decision. If uh, your boss, your company wants you, insists that you uh, are vaccinated, um, they're firing people who aren't. So apparently my body, uh, my choice only applies when you're going to actively kill someone who has a beating heart inside your body. Then apparently it's your body and it's your choice, but it apparently isn't our body and our choice when it has to do with, you know, whether or not we get vaccinated or not. So on the surface, at the very beginning, that is a huge uh, problem for me, uh, that uh, the people that would defend a woman's right to receive an abortion are sitting there claiming their body, their choice, when it's not just their body. It was your choice before you chose to sleep with someone and get pregnant. 
um, that's when you, you should have realized it was your body and you should have made a better choice. Uh, when you've made a bad choice and now you've gotten pregnant and you decide you don't want this child, um, it's no longer just your body. So it's no longer just your choice. I somewhat agree uh, in general, but not always, that if it only is affects your body, then it can be your choice. But in abortion, it's not just your body, so it's not just your choice. And once again, there's a huge inconsistency uh, depending on what we're talking about in terms of that. I thought it would be kind of interesting to go through and look at the different topics as you uh, just kind of Google the new Texas uh, abortion law to see what the different topics are out there uh, for a lot of the news organizations and how they're framing this new law here in Texas. And it shouldn't be a surprise to you that um, uh, about 99% of uh, all the articles about it are negative. And uh, I just want to share some of the headlines on this uh, podcast. The first uh, one which really kind of caught my attention was uh, Portland cuts trade and travel to Texas. Now, uh, that's Portland, Oregon, mind you. Uh, it is somewhat interesting to me uh, that uh, a place as messed up as Portland uh, is judging Texas for this law and they're threatening to cut trade and travel to Texas. And I have to be honest with you, my gut reaction to that is good. Please, please cut it. Uh, we would rather not have your business. Um, Texas is, I don't know, somewhere around probably the sixth, seventh, the eighth largest economy in the world. We can get by without doing trade with Portland, Oregon. Um, and in terms of travel to Texas, frankly, there's been far too much travel to Texas from some of these states that are bringing in this bankrupt ideology uh, that is a godless ideology uh, that morally bankrupts, spiritually bankrupts, um, uh, physically bankrupts, uh, financially bankrupts these these more liberal places, and people are leaving them in, in droves left and right. And guess where they're headed? They're headed to Texas. They're headed to other places. Places in the South in which there's a, a, a much better a standard of living, a much better employment, much better everything, and and they're coming and bringing like the dysfunction that they're leaving, and, and that's a part that's really frustrating. Is and I see this as a pastor, even in in people's marriages. So oftentimes people are quick to leave marriages, and when they leave the marriage, uh, they don't ever resolve the problem, and when you leave the marriage and you enter into a new relationship, the problems that you had in your previous marriage don't just disappear. Um, when you get married uh, to a new person after having left a, a relationship that was bad, that had bad problems, um, the ring is not a magical ring, and it won't all of a sudden make those problems disappear. My point is this, as you bring those problems with you, whether or not you realize it or not. Well, in the same way that we do that in terms of... Uh, human beings and relationships as human beings, when we leave a bad situation, a dysfunctional situation, we just bring that dysfunction into a new relationship. Um, the same thing happens as people leave these places that have a really 
dysfunctional societies. Uh, that's all they know. Dysfunction is normal to them. And when they come to the, the, the new places, when they move to Texas, they vote according to what they know. They speak up at school board meetings according to what they know. And this is the stuff that brought uh, their previous place that they lived into disrepair. It's what made it so incredibly dysfunctional. So, you know what? I hear a lot of people, not only in Oregon complaining, but people in California complaining, people in New York complaining about this new Texas law. Well, the reality is, is, is you know what? Then, then stop coming to Texas because we don't need you coming here and bringing uh, your, once again, bankrupt, uh, godless, uh, ideology down to Texas. Uh, there's been so much of that already with people that have been moving out of these states. And, and, and if they keep moving here and keep bringing it here, then ultimately they're going to uh, um, make Texas like California or make it like New York. I always used to think it was, it was a shame, like in Georgia with the whole voting uh, law changes, Major League Baseball moved the All-Star game. Uh, South Carolina, I remember, did something once and the NBA canceled the All-Star game there. Um, I think the NFL said they wouldn't get have a Super Bowl. I don't, I don't know. Sp sporting venues love to get into all this social stuff and get into politics, but um, you know, I used to think what a shame it is. But you know what? The more that I think about it, please, please boycott us because it would be better uh, for that, once again, broken, bankrupt, um, godless uh, ideology uh, to not come to, to Texas. Um, we've got enough of it here, and we don't need that, that brokenness imported uh, into our state any more than it are, already is. Um, the next article that I came across was uh, Tripwire CEO steps down after supporting the Texas... Um, heartbeat law. Now I have to be honest with you, I don't really know anything about Tripwire um, in terms of a company, uh, but what it appears is that you have a CEO of a company who is not allowed to have a view um, that goes against what um, maybe a lot of his clientele uh, feels like. And, you know, once again, that only works one way. You know, if a liberal is working for a more conservative company, uh, they're allowed to hold whatever views because it's it's our freedom. It's our God-given right to hold uh, different views. But you can't do that as a conservative. Uh, you know, if you're going to be a CEO, you've got to be an activist. If you're going to be a CEO, you've got to you got to be really working actively to, to try to screw up the world. Um, I just briefly looked at this article and uh, and literally um, this is uh, this is how it goes. Uh, the article reads. John Gibson, the CEO of Tripwire Interactive, uh, has stepped down. This follows enormous public and internal backlash over his support for Texas's recent decision to strip women of a basic human right. So apparently, it is a basic human right to kill a baby. Apparently, it is a basic human right that when you have a baby inside you that is made up half genetically from you and half from uh, the, the male that you chose to sleep with, that he doesn't have a say that because the baby is living in, in, in your body, you get the choice. That's kind of like saying, you know what, in split custodies, 
um, when after a baby's born. As long as the baby's in my house, I get a say. And when the baby's in your house, you get a say. Now, some of that's true on whether or not they have to eat their vegetables or if they get dessert. Okay, a little bit of that goes on. But not when it comes to killing kids. You're not allowed to kill a kid just because they're in your house. Um, the, the other parent has has a, a say. The other parent has a say if you, you're an alcoholic and you're putting that kid's life in danger. The other parent has a say if you're, you know, um, selling drugs out of the house. So just because, like, the baby's inside you, that's not a basic human right that you are allowed to kill the baby and also that the father of that baby doesn't have a say. But that's how it's been at this country for a long time. And uh, and it's just crazy uh, how this stuff is worded in, in, in news, and it's infuriating. Um, all right, next uh, article. Texas startup... Uh, Sally Gen, I think is the name of the company. So there's a startup company in Texas, I believe that you pronounce it Sally Gen, says abortion law will cause it to hire elsewhere. So guess what? Uh, there's a startup company in Texas that, well, must be embarrassed to live in Texas now. And the way that they're going to, you know, really promote their business and not get people to boycott their businesses. Hey, we might be a Texas startup, but you know what? We're not going to hire Texas employees. We'll, we'll hire them from New York. We'll hire them from California. You can better believe that we're going to have, you know, you know, people who are in favor of killing babies and, uh, and, uh, and all these different things. They're going to be the ones working here so you can do business with with us. Hey, here's an idea. Um, I know, uh, being from New York myself originally, um, I know that New York is uh, really struggling with the fact that a lot of businesses have moved out of the state. So they have developed these tax-free zones where if you go and put your business in there for like eight years or so, uh, you don't have to... um, uh, you know, you don't have to worry about paying any t- taxes because you're going to be helping to better employ the great state of New York. So guess what, Texas startup company? Why don't you move to New York? I hear you can get some really good deals there. Another article that was, uh, in, this is just a Google search. These are, I'm not making these up. I'm not having go to news stations you've never heard of. This is just a Google search and it's all being pulled up. Of course, Google, uh, you know, likes to do uh, searches and, and only pull up things that they agree with. So I'm sure they're uh, uh, filtering out anything that might potentially support the article. Uh, but this was the next one that I pulled up. The Satanic Temple Challenges New Texas Anti-Abortion Law Citing Religious Freedom. Let me just say that again. The Satanic Temple is challenging this law in Texas on the basis of religious freedom. Now, listen, I know that there are people who claim to be Christians that are in favor of abortion. The president of the United States uh, claims to be a Christian and he's in favor of abortion. Um, But when the Satanic Temple is lining up with you on an issue, I think you might want a second look at whether or not you're really uh, being a Christian based upon your views. Uh, If that's not a wake-up call, I don't know what is. Okay, a couple other uh, articles. Uh, The Supreme Court's Texas abortion decision is a threat to constitutional rights for everyone. Saving the life, allowing a baby that's forming in the womb uh, who has a heartbeat uh, to have uh, constitutional rights is a threat to everyone else's constitutional rights. You know, 
It used to be, according to Roe v. Wade, 24 to 28 weeks was when a baby was considered viable and abortion was allowed before it, but not allowed after. Well, that's all changed. States can do whatever they want. New York State allows abortions now as of like a year, year and a half ago, up until like the moment the baby comes out on, on, on their own. As long as you catch that baby 10 minutes before the baby starts coming out on his or her own, you're able to kill the baby. Not to mention 24 or 28 weeks. I know in this congregation here, like a dozen years ago or so, um, someone gave birth um, much earlier in the 20 week, like somewhere around 20, 21, 22. Um, the, the baby survived and, uh, and, and uh, the child is still alive, doing well to this day. So that was like a dozen years ago or so um, with modern technology and medical devices and so forth, our ability to uh, keep a child uh, alive that's born premature um, is way more than the 24 to 28 week Roe versus Wade standard. Not to mention that once again, at six weeks, a baby's heart starts beating. And somehow the fact that we're trying to protect a beating heart's life uh, is uh, is something that's going to um, threaten constitutional rights of everyone. How about uh, ordering people to stay at home uh, during a virus? How about allowing uh, drug dispensaries and liquor stores and adult bookstores to be open, uh, but churches must be closed. Anyone concerned that there's any constitutional rights being violated there? Once again, that road only drives one way, and uh, in, in so many of us are sick and tired of the double standard uh, that uh, is always held to. If it's a liberal cause, then there's all these rights that are involved, but when it's a conservative cause, there's none. Um, then uh, the, the final article, um, CNN had one, and they titled it, These Companies Are Pushing Back on Texas Law. And it was primarily GoDaddy that was being uh, emphasized in the article because GoDaddy was hosting the site in which uh, Texas whistleblowers could report someone for uh having an abortion after six weeks or someone that's aiding someone to commit that crime to have an abortion. Um and so GoDaddy didn't agree with it, so they pulled the site down. Once again, um, the the liberal uh, establishment, the liberal media, can choose to allow to have the Taliban to uh, post on Twitter, the head of the Taliban, but you can't have the former president of the United States. Um, they, they will curtail free speech when they don't agree with it, um, but they will promote it when, when, when they do. Um, and here we have a law by a state in the United States of America and uh, they're going to do nothing to support that because they don't agree with the law. Uh, it, it's just really crazy um, uh, what's going on in this country. And uh, what it really comes down to, and we need to call it for what it is, is there's just an incredible amount of dysfunction in our country. And that dysfunction starts on the granular, granular level in families. Um, and when there's dysfunction between a mom and dad and children, um, you can't expect society to be functional. Um, and so we have all of this dysfunction going on in families as we redefine families, as we allow uh, 
you know, murdering of families or of children since 1973. Um, you know, all these things are going to have consequences, and and people changing their their gender is going to have consequences. Um, children being raised uh, by two men have consequences. Two women have consequences. People don't want to hear that, but God set up the family a certain way, and He did. And you know, rather than saying that's offensive, how about actually listen to it and and, and actually try to abide by it and follow it. Um, we would do much better as a society if, if we did, because we're not doing a really good job right now. Things are a mess because on the family level, things are a mess. All right, the last thing that I want to say about this heartbeat law is, um, you know, I don't hear a lot of people talking about it in terms of a racism issue, but abortion really is a racism issue. Um, you know, people can claim to be against racism, but if you're against racism, then, and, and you should be, uh, there, there is racism in this country. Of course, it's not the, uh, the way it's brought out by the media. The media tries to make, make us more racist uh, by the things that they say. Uh, they point out things that are reverse racist uh, in order to create more racism, and they've done a great job at it. Um, but what we need to understand is this topic about uh, abortion is at its heart racist. Why? Because I think something like 80% of abortion clinics are in minority neighborhoods. And minorities uh, receive abortions disproportionately to that of, of white people in this country. Let me give you a for instance. Um, not only are like 80% of abortion clinics in minority neighborhoods, but when we look at what percentage of abortions are by white people and what percentage of abortions are by black people, 38% um, of abortions are by white people, 34% are by black. Here's the problem. Black, black people only make up 13.4% of the population in this country, but they hold 34% of the abortions. So almost... Three to one, uh, they're uh, aborting at a higher rate than what their actual population is. What that does is it artificially keeps down uh, the amount of black people that are in the country. And, and if you do figure those numbers out since uh, 1973, when it became legal, I mean, you could just imagine um, how many more black people we would have in this country. And once again, why Why is this not being talked about? If you care about black life, if black lives matter, black lives should matter when that heart starts beating. And you know, we should uphold that life, not only if they're black, but if they're Hispanic or if they're white or if they're Asian, it doesn't matter. Because ultimately, what's not racist is when we say all lives matter. Um, I have to tell you, it, all, all you can say sometimes is, man, I hope Jesus returns soon. Uh, we'll have to see how this all plays itself out in the courts. Um, it's going to be challenged uh, soon. We know that. Um, it, and uh, we're just going to have to see where uh, the Supreme Court comes down on it and uh, where this really leads us as a country. Probably just really exasperates the split that we have here between those who uh, believe in God, who truly believe in God, not just 
profess to be Christians, but really aren't. But those who truly believe in God and, and, and choose to follow God and, and, and those who don't. Um, there's a great divide in this country uh, from the north to the south, from the coast uh, to the south. Uh, it reminds me a lot of Israel in the Bible. Israel in the Bible broke into um, pretty early on in their history. Uh, the, the, the north, which was much more liberal, uh, which uh, was much more influenced by the false gods uh, than Judah to the south. As a result, uh, the northern kingdoms of Israel fell um, uh, 500 years, I believe, before Judah ultimately fell um, and uh, went into captivity themselves. The reality is, is the south ended up, Judah ended up uh, ultimately going the way of the north with uh, their lack of faith and, and obedience to God, and it didn't turn out well for them. I see that a lot in this country. Um, it, it's very frustrating, the the views of the people in the north, the lack of, uh, of God-fearing people that are in the north, uh, in many parts of the north, I should say, and also on the coasts. But uh, the reality is, is it's just a matter of time uh, between those of us in the South uh, that, that we go that way as well. Because humanity in and of itself uh, is becoming increasingly more godless. But it's worth the fight. We must speak up. Uh, we must hold to the truth of God's word. And even if it holds uh, the, the South uh, in the blessing of God for just a couple more generations, then we have to do it for our children and even for our children's children. And... Um, you know what? Uh, I don't know where all this is going to lead, but I am thankful to live in a state in which uh, we have a governor uh, that has uh, taken a stand on some of these things. I hope it's not just because it's a political year, but listen, uh, we um, will take it uh, however it's happening. Uh, but um, it, it's it's going to be interesting over the next few few uh, months, in the next couple of years, where. Uh, where this divide in our country goes, because it's turning more and more into being a, a, a country in which some of the people have rejected God and some of the people uh, demand that we follow God. And it's hard to reconcile those two different viewpoints. So uh, I am thankful for uh, where we live. Um, God bless Texas. Uh, God bless all of you. And I look forward to talking to you guys next week. Have a great day.